welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. We have returned again for another episode of our actual play, our role-playing game, our continuation of the fantastic Crossroads Continent game that we have been playing, run by the effervescent Richard Thomas. Exactly. He is full of bubbles, you're right. And uh, played by the ebullient Dixie Cochran. I I don't know how ebullient I am, but hello. (laughs) Uh, The effluvial Eddie Webb. That sounds about right. Is that that you're full of fluvia? Yes. It has been. I, I have not been feeling well lately, so that actually makes sense. And the <laughs> evanescent Travis Leg. Wake me up inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fool's task right there. Uh, and myself. And uh, if you have missed the previous episode in this, by all means, uh, do check it out before you continue, because you may get lost. But don't worry, uh, if you don't have the time to listen to two episodes, dive straight in with this one. It's just going to be a bunch of very silly people playing an excellent game, and you never know, it might inspire your own role-playing game. So, Rich, take us away with a bit of scene setting. Tell us where we are, recap for us what we've done, and... Tell us what the hell we're about to do. All right. Uh, well, um, your little group of uh, adventurers um, managed to obtain a treasure map. And following the map, uh, you found a um, basic, a hole in the ground. It was, uh, you know, a kind of a hidden hole, but it was nevertheless a hole that you had to repel your way down uh, into a, a cavern system. And well, in there, you faced uh, several different challenges. Uh, found uh, a rusty chest filled with uh, with gold, and um, continued on into the, the cavern system. Uh, you're currently in the our, our our happy group is currently in a uh, in a cavern chamber, uh, dimly lit by uh, by glowing uh, fungi and uh, containing a very large deep pool um which in itself contains a wounded almost unto death giant gar that the party uh, allowed to escape uh and uh, and now you're kind of looking around thinking what can we do next there is the way the two entrances of the way you came in in the north and there is a what appears to be a tunnel uh natural tunnel that goes to the south. I think we had agreed that we're going to investigate the southern tunnel. Or more accurately, I think Travis's character started going to the southern tunnel and we were chasing after him. Yeah, uh, I mean... uh, Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, Elios, my character, I'm very much feeling we're in a gar with two bones situation because we've got this chest, we've got our coin, we've already made some money and now we're pushing on ahead. And the chaotic spirit of me agrees you know i feel we should go on but the i want money side of me feels like we've already got that what else could be what could be better than coin what's more chaotic than rejecting capitalism (laughs) depends on the society what if we live in an (laughs) anti-capitalist society in the crossroads continent uh but you know (laughs) feeling and looking at the map uh for the benefit of the listeners currently my character is on the opposite side of the lake to the other characters who are heading off into the tunnels so feeling decidedly alone i will follow them because i'm not a leader or an independent thinker (laughs) 
All right. Um, who's going down the tunnel first? I'll need a little bit of a marching order, which is maybe not a phrase we use in the D&D 5th very much, but uh, yeah. it's, it is a old school way of determining where the hell is everybody. I think that uh, Travis's character was in front. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was going to scout ahead, um, or at least try to. I, I'm not... Uh, any faster than anybody else. In fact, I think I'm a little slower. Yeah, you're actually else. five, five, five feet slower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm gonna try to you know um, look ahead and see if there's any traps or anything along those lines. Okay, I will follow just behind. All right, and, and I'll go behind uh, Bryn. And Dixie, what would uh, what would your uh, Bryn be doing? Um, uh, she would also be, I think, poking at you know the floor and the walls with like the butt of her axe to make sure that there isn't anything okay like like a mudslide or a rock slide because it seems like we're in a, a precarious area well it's interesting because uh the the, the it's a natural tunnel heading south uh, and it also um has a bit of a bit of a, a, a declining um mm-hmm. as you're going through not a lot it's like it's not like you're going down deeper into the world so much as it's just uh, just kind of each little section and it's um the flooring at least of it and you can tell because of the way that the walls and the ceiling are is it, all sorts of flat stones anywhere from you know a, a plate size to uh like a dinner table size of flat stone that has fallen to mm-hmm. the to the, the floor of the tunnel um so it's little tricky it might even be difficult terrain if you were going to use that kind of descriptive term um and and uh and so you have to be a little careful because the stones do uh, you know they will they will skitter as you walk through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i feel like as a mountain dwarf she's like had that kind of you know like see, seen this kind of thing before which is why she's like poking at it to make sure right. none of them are too loose all right, now, well, uh, Travis, you're up ahead. Your gnome is uh, is also checking things out. Uh, in in what way are you using anything that uh, beyond perception? I don't know that I. I mean, I may have like you know the longest thing I'm probably carrying is my short bow, so I may like tap the ground a little bit ahead um, once in a while. But I am going to probably rely more on just my knowledge of of uh, underground terrain. Uh, do you need to borrow this... a quarter stuff? I mean, if you have one, that'd be I awesome. Do. That'd be that'd be great. Thank you. Uh, it's... Only it's sized for right. So you're like, yeah, right. it's like a pole vaulter. It's like it's like a ten foot pole, but um, <laughs> scaled down or or very far away. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll use the quarter staff okay. as kind well, of. A... G- give me a. Uh, you can go for intelligence. Uh, investigation, wisdom, perception, whatever one of your uh, your things you think would be higher. Uh, would nature uh, apply here or survival? Not survival, but I would I would give you I would say that uh, this uh, the specific kind of nature that you would uh, you would be familiar with. Yeah, that's fifteen. That's All right, bad. you definitely as you get um a little a little further down, I'll give you a ping here in a second. Um, let's believe it's uh it's right about in here there is yeah i would stand back one as you're probing ahead right about there you get a uh one of the very larger um things does seem to go down a little bit when you press with your with your pole it, it might not have worked if you had, had if you just done it with a short bow end but with the with the 
you know, the pole vaulter pole that you have. Uh, you could whoop. It goes down a little bit further than you think maybe it should just if it was just settled there. Bryn, you can roll for for the same sort of thing. Okay. And I'll, I'll say I think something might be buried here or we've got a... What, what, what were the roll options? Uh, it's it's a intelligence, a wisdom. It can be a, a perception check. It can be a, an investigation check, I think I said. I rolled a nine. I'm very smart. <laughs> a scale of one to ten, that's great. It's because you're upside down. <laughs> you, you, you definitely can see exactly what um, what the gnome just told you. That that rock looks like it goes down a little bit further than maybe you guys would be comfortable with just putting your weight on. Hmm. Wrong rock. They put Craig in and they pointed it. I'm like, incorrect rock. Do not step on incorrect rock. So noted. Yeah. Now, um, it pretty much uh, goes across the space. So it's the, the square right here and the square right here. Uh, about eight feet of slate-like flat rocky. Is the Are the walls in here rough enough that I could get a sufficient handhold to try to uh, kind of shimmy across? The So the walls are of the same material as all these flaked pieces. So yes, they're rough, but you, you wonder whether or not they'll bear your weight since clearly pieces have been falling. Gotcha. You can take the chance. Um, I mean, I'm I'm light, but uh, I did have a big breakfast, so maybe I should skip that one. Um, <laughs> Kick it. <laughs> Kick it, tiny, tiny man. Let's see. I just, I think maybe, I'd tell you what, maybe one of us should go across, like, hold a rope in case the ground goes out underneath. Um, there's not any, like, holes in the walls nearby, right? I'm going to look and see if, if this is like clearly a pressure plate that's going to like shoot arrows out at us if we step on it or something along those lines, you know, uh, look, looking along the walls to see if there's any like holes or barrels. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a little tough to tell because uh, there's there's been pieces of rock that have, uh, that have fallen out of the walls. Um, could there be something buried in there? Maybe, but, you know, you have to take a really close look at one of those uh, one of those more hole like uh, openings there's cracks there's there's you know little little divots so maybe one of them or a couple could have something nasty but you, you'd have to take a closer look okay um and i suppose i'd have to step on the weak floor to do that right for the for the ones that you know, i mean if you got past, you could look at more. I mean, you could look at some that are in the area that you guys are kind of standing in. But you know, it, would that be something they'd have a they'd have a oh we're going to let the first guy come in and step on <laughs> right. it, but the, the others are going to get hit. <laughs> I could see that that could be a trap. Uh, you never know. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm happy to if you want to tie a rope around my waist. I'm happy to try to run across this and see uh, if I can make it. I can hold you. You are the size of a small child. That is true. I uh, will tie off. Uh, I had cut that length of hemp rope, uh, the the spool mm-hmm. off the bottom. So I'll tie that around my waist and hand you the other end. And once you have a firm grip, I'm just going to run across the uh, precarious floor and hope for the best. I'm also going to tie it around my waist and hold it to make it less likely that I could let go of it. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. Travis and I are now tied together. <laughs> so Travis, are you wearing armor? Uh, just leather. 
Okay, you've got leather armor on and your gnome size. Which you 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 weigh like say at least eighty pounds, something like that. Actually, okay, he's, he's a gnome. I, I was, like halflings only weigh like thirty five or forty pounds. And yeah, I, was crazy. Say, I think I'm like thirty eight or it's the hollow bones. Pounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm tiny. They're part bird. But and then the armor is like another twenty, and I'm, and the I'm weapons. carrying plenty of stuff. So you're tied up, and you and you go to run across, mm-hmm. like you do. And uh, you know what? What I need right now, I need a dexterity roll. A saving throw, or just a check? A saving throw. Oh, beautiful! Ho ho! <laughs> I think um, twenty one will do it. Yeah, that is. Yeah. A... So you the the thing goes quite deeper than just a pressure plate. It starts to pivot. You can hear a little grinding, uh, and it starts. It pivots, and um, you can easily jump back, or you could do some kind of athletics check and leap over if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to make it across. Why not? Um, fortune favors the bold, right? Um, so athletics, you said? Yeah. That's not as good as the last check I made. It's an 11. So you almost make it to over the, the upper lip of this thing as it's pivoting, uh, but it clocks you right right in the chin, um, just the very edge of it. You almost had it. And uh, I'm going I'm to say you can fall back to the side where your, your friends are. Okay. Um, so was this uh, like it dropped out and a thing came across or it looks like it's some form of pit trap and that the the entire stone does a pivot when you step on it that will drop you into the pit and you have rolled back and the thing has righted itself okay so it, it goes right back out uh, yeah okay if you could see me I'm making a hand motion of a like a, a flat thing that then does it does it like a little it just it just one end goes up and the other end goes down that's a great oh, audio gotcha yeah of course it's it, yeah it's on like a um like it's on a balance like on a the center so effectively yeah okay i think we can get around this anybody got any um like climbing gear spikes things like that tumbleweed rolls through the party i i am unsuited <laughs> for climbing such situations. i have pythons I've got 50 feet of silk rope. Actually, uh, hang on. What the pythons should does, work. Does the explorer's kid have that kind of stuff? Explorer's uh, pack? It very well might. Well, know. first of all, Eddie, do you have an explorer's pack? I do, which is why I'm asking. Let me let me check that real quick. Well, I've got a python and rope and a hammer. Um, you will have a water skin, 50 foot of rope, a backpack, a bedroll, a mess kit, a tinderbox, torches, 10 days of rations. It does not have. No, okay. Um, what you need is the Dungeoneer's pack. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Why, uh, also, the Burglar's pack, if you were so inclined. Well, Although, friends, thief among us. I am not sure why we're trying to go down this way so hard. We could always backtrack and go down the other tunnel we have not yet explored. That was much less precarious. But surely if one of us is uh, athletic enough, if one of us has that ability, we can jump far enough, then, you know, I've got a mace, we've got daggers, we improvise climbing equipment. We just hammer one of these in, tie to one of our ropes, boom, done. We've made ourselves a rope bridge. We don't am, even well, know am, what's down here. I am quite dexterous. Look, I'm not saying we shouldn't double back. All I'm saying is if we uh, nail the pythons into the wall 
over here and over here that should stop it from being able to uh, go all swirly. Now, if we want to wait and come back and do that after we've doubled back, that's totally fine. Or if we want to just say, I'm sure there's nothing fun down this tunnel, I'm fine with that too. I mean, we've gotten paid and all, but uh, I think that uh, we should at least, if we're not going to make this safe right now, we should maybe mark it so we don't accidentally forget that it's not safe later. You're going to forget this is not safe in the ensuing time? Mines have very small minds. In the event that we're, that's true, I do have a small brain, but no, in the event that, say we're being like, I don't know, chased by like wild giant centipede fish. Oh, that's nonsense. Wild giant centipede fish don't live in these caves. They live two caves away. Giant centipede fish toads. Um, Ellis, could you make a, um, could you make a uh, perception check, please? Uh, yeah, well, probably not, but I can certainly try. <laughs> Give it can your you make it? Shot. No. Can you roll it? Yes. Apparently, I can roll very well. Wow. Um, you can, kind of because, you know, you're really attuned to uh, to the water, uh, you can both hear and kind of, you know, you know how you can kind of smell uh, water, uh, the, the, the liquid? Um, you can, down that tunnel is definitely some water. I think this is the right way to go. Uh, I'm feeling very much attuned with the destination here. While I don't pray to any one god, I can tell you at this moment I'm feeling touched by the divine and that that divinity is pointing all of us in this direction. I say, friend insect, you make the vaulting leap and the gods of chaos will be behind you every step of the way. How about... Mildly uh, concerning. I can I can jump. Let let let, let me try this. If we're uh, so inclined. I, I, okay. I think that I think the pythons might be safer, but if you want to jump, give it a shot. Safety is for the meek. Okay, well let's hammer in the pythons. I will do that. I, I am, mean, after all, a mountain dwarf. Yeah, and the and the and the uh, Eddie's uh, Eddie's character uh, has bonuses to jump. Oh, you do. I've forgotten that. Indeed. Well, let's fix this, though. Well, we can do both. Okay, I'm uh, going to hammer in the pythons to try to stabilize the rock. All right, you're hammering. I'm making so much noise right now. More, more noise than you need to. Yeah, you just, yeah. You just don't care. I will definitely do uh, knock things. an arrow while, while she's doing that and just have it ready to go just in case. Just in case that brings friends. All right. After I do that, I will gingerly like poke at the stone to see if it moves. So, so you've you've gotten into like basically like at the at the edge of the stone against the wall. Yeah, like 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 hammered right above them, like like mm-hmm. the students. Yeah. Okay, so you get clunk. The thing does as you as you push down on it, it does hit you know pivot and hit the 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 python, but doesn't uh, doesn't not seem to go anywhere. Haha. Good call, small friend. Thanks, I try. It was your uh, dwarven expertise that uh, made it happen. So I, I say let's uh, get this show on the road. And I'm just going to not gingerly run across this thing because I have full trust in my dwarven companion. 
uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could definitely run across. And I, I, I'm assuming that we're following. Are you still attached to to, to them by rope? <laughs> <laughs> we actually were. So as of right now, I am following. Yeah. You know, okay. Oh, no. Twenty feet of Travis's character. Right. I probably trying to undie my rope. I run to the edge of the rope and just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to take a roll here. You're like a toddler on a leash. <laughs> you just run off and then you just it's, fall it's, on your It's back. like a hyper chihuahua on the end of a leash. <laughs> All right. Yep, you can uh, you, you can run across. You hear the a little bit of grinding uh when it hits the um the the python as if uh, as if it's your extra weight is pr- pushing harder uh, against the python. I think I'm still going to jump over it. Yeah, we we might want to reinforce this side too. <laughs> Just okay. Yeah. You're gonna jump. Do what you need to do. If that's uh, you know, I'll I rolled a two with my plus five to athletics. Well, thank uh, goodness you're not tied seven. to something that you might pull down into a hole. This is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> and so they all died. Once they've both gone, I'll suggest we go the other way, uh, Eddie. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. We'll go back and make friends with the fish and call it a day. So you uh, you hit it, you hear even, uh, but but you know you kind of just like, just as you're about to leap, your toe catches on a piece of that that scree that has fallen, and you just you just do a, a face forward slide across <laughs> the thing. But you you have in fact gone across, um, and you do uh, when you when you first hit it, you do it does go boom boom hits the python. You can hear another little grindy sound as as maybe the the there's there's some stress on those pythons to as to stay in the wall and then mm-hmm. you slide across kind of what the well, i meant to do that efficiency over grace my friends both are achievable uh, no. i'll i'll now go ahead and untie the rope from my waist and, <laughs> Same. and say what's the hold up come on <laughs> i will uh leap across i get uh advantage on leaping right I think that's how it works. Crickety. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, acrobatics. Yes. Twenty-two. Yeah. I, either way, you, you you've got you've got an extended um, amount that you can leap. So basically, you can just get over it. If you had like hit the ceiling for some reason or something like that, that <laughs> that that would have been a bit of fumble. Yeah, that would have been a one. Oh, right. too much jumping. <laughs> so jumping. Um, yeah, so Krigan uh, uh, would kind of just, it, it's its like almost like a pounce, like he punches down, just kind of bounces over, um, and then stands back up. That seems adequate. I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to give a, a general uh, thing of uh, bear in mind, if there's one trap, there may be more, just say. That can't be true. We have found the trap. <laughs> we have found the, the trap. The there trap. The traps. <laughs> well, here goes nothing. Perhaps. Again. Your your faith in me, or lack of it, is uh, is probably quite correct. I, I'm I'm seeking to uh, indulge myself in the decadic mindset that you enamored of. Well, in the depths we have a phrase. It's called sunk cost verity. And <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> the further you push things, the more likely you are to succeed, regardless of all evidence to the contrary. So let's go for an acrobatics roll. I will hop, skip, and jump, and uh, plummet. <laughs> On a six, you you very cleverly <laughs> um, do you do like a little roll <laughs> across, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, 
come to the other side, sitting there looking at, at, at your at your, your uh, party members. Um, unfortunately, when you when you did that, um, that was enough pressure. The, the the thud of you hitting it that hard was enough pressure to dislodge the piton. So the uh, the, the that that clatters and uh, falls down into the pit. No, my python. Yes, that is revealed. And then falls the rock falls back down, so it's it's flat again. And you're sitting there at the edge, going, "Huh." Uh, can we make a quick uh, judgment on how long it took to fall before we heard it go click or crack? Yeah. Or yeah. sure, what well, give me an appropriate roll? Um, presumably I, perception I am, or survival. I am always fine with perception on these things, but sometimes yeah. people come up with other. Oh well, uh, it fell for a bit. Yeah, I'd say, I don't know, that could be one meter, ten meters, or if we're talking Imperial, it could be anything. I rolled a one. It's a fathom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's how I would measure it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. It fell? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an eight. I thought being a mountain dwarf, I might know these things. You guys, are, you no, guys, I rolled a one. You guys, I, I, you know, it, maybe it never, maybe it hit a <laughs> ledge, right? Like, we all rolled eight or below. Hey. Well, I, I think we were so stunned by the else performance that we, you know, were focused on that. So hey, we didn't yeah. notice. Rin, did all... that python even ever exist? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ephemeral. I love it. I love okay. It. Okay. And on the other side of the pit trap, who knows what other funky things you could find? Does the tiny one still want to go ahead? Uh, yeah, I think uh, we should press forth. I mean, we're, now we're over here and. Getting back across, that huh? looks like it's going to be a real pain. So maybe we should Lead on, this way. <laughs> Will do. I'll take the uh, front and uh, continue poking around with my uh, with uh, my companion's okay. quarterstaff. What were we using for that? Or was that just perception again? Oh, you were nature. Go ahead. I was using Go ahead nature. Give me another one of those. Yeah. yeah so you, you're poking around. Everything's so, you know. Some of the pieces of rock are a little loose. You hit another. Uh, larger one and it goes down a little bit and you're like oh no not again but then it stops so okay i think we're i think we're clear i think we're in good shape yeah at least for uh, a few as minutes you go and uh, when you get to the narrow little section there give me another uh, nature one yep yep pretty good so far so good you're not you're not seeing anything odd um beautiful yeah i'll just keep uh, moving get, along get to know, about uh, the center of there and you're poking away and right about here, one of the pieces of uh, rock about eh, near, up near the ceiling just kind of creaks and falls to the ground, shatters when it hits. It doesn't uh, nope. hit any of just, us. Just, it, it just, it just uh, flaked yeah. off and fell. I'll take a look up to the top and just maybe shout back to everybody like, hey, uh, yeah, eyes up because looks like uh, this place isn't too stable. Noted and appreciated. But but you know, so far so good. And then cautious cautiously keeping forward. I like how because Matthew isn't moving his icon, we've just left him. Yeah, whoops. Uh, I'm I move right, I move now. my icon at crucial moments. <laughs> so you just don't move until we move like eighty five feet. I move I move in the theater of the mind. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, that or it's like it's like an anime slide. It just kind of appears in the scene. Okay, needed. so so Matthew is role playing. Well, yeah, R L E R O L E versus 
role playing with an R O L. See, but we're, but we're playing despite the role that he made screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> the theater of the mind isn't as helpful. I uh, I drop the E off of role playing. I don't even go for role R O double L. It's role playing like that. I think it's going to be the new way to spell it. You mark my words. Can we put like a Macron over the O <laughs> and make it like more corgi? Rule playing. Okay, now uh, I can see this. Can you see this? Uh, the water that is right here. Yes, and you've never sounded more Pennsylvania. When you say the water, water. Uh-huh. Well, wait. Do you see the murder? The 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 murder in the water that's going to happen next. They murdered my daughter in the water. In the water. <laughs> um, murder, daughter. Let's go to Wawa. Man, I want to go to Wawa. So, you get to there. Do we have uh, who who can see in the dark? Everybody. I think all yeah, of us can. We established last time that all of us had dark vision. So. Okay. Yeah. So you can see this yeah. is a pretty big room uh, that you are. You are now at the tip of here. So while uh, GM is loading up maps, Bryn, tell me, I have rarely had cause mm. to talk to a mountain folk such as you. Mm-hmm. What called you to the life of adventure? Well, the mountains were as high as you could go, so I thought I needed to descend to truly know what life was. And if you descend, there's dungeons and things. So I learned. Also, my cousin Jane is insufferable. Mm. Whenever she comes back, all she ever talks about is adventure this and adventure that. And I was just tired of her hogging all the glory. I can understand that. I come from a broad family of elves myself. Uh, they are always going on about their many successes over the centuries of their lives. And it, uh, it grows tiresome after a while. You want to make your own victories. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come back with your own tales, uh, back to the lake or the ocean in which they live, just to, uh, well, in my case, it's usually to get them out going going off on their own adventures again. It kind of spurs a cycle of tale spinning. If you come back with a story, someone else has got to come back with a better story next time. We're we're like that in uh, in my family. Are you going to go back and tell them the story of the fish we almost killed? I will tell them the story of my mercy to that fish, how I realised it was mm. in fact a friend, and at the crucial moment I, I spared it, uh, not because I am magnanimous, uh, but because I realised in my heart that I had more in common with that fish than apart from it. Looking at the expanse of water in front of me, I clap my hands together, now this is my kind of dungeon! <laughs> All right, so you folks can see this, and what it is, this large cavern is completely filled with a pretty deep lake of fresh water. Um, it's uh, it, it's one of those uh, caverns where there's uh, there's definitely uh, water dripping. Uh, there are uh, there's limestone in here. There's uh, limestone curtains that are hanging in waves everywhere. The ceiling goes about thirty feet up, and there are ribbons of rock that are hanging down there's uh there's very at various points and they're dripping uh liquid down back into the lake it's uh as i said unlit there's 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 none of those fungi or anything like that that are in here from where you folks are uh at the lip of the water uh, you can see that there seems to be further down um a a another hole or archway in the rock 
if you're from the direction you're looking down, you're looking, you know, effectively south, it would be in the east wall for you. It'd be on your right hand side. There's a bit of a hole. There might be something in there. And I don't know that you have the dark. I don't think you can see this to the end of the, of the uh, even though we, we as players can see to, to the on the map. I don't think you with your dark vision can see all the way down to. No, it's like 60 feet. Yeah. No. Well, I guess my question to you, my friends, is which of you can swim? We can all swim. We're all adults. I have never attempted such. Wait, you never attempted a swim? I'm from desert. That, but, you, but you're not in the desert now. But I haven't <laughs> experienced a large body of water until now. You, you've never experienced a large body of water until now. Not to immerse myself in, no. I've witnessed them. Oh. Well, then. Uh, this will be fun. Now how long can you hold your breath? I have never attempted such. Might be a good idea now. Gregging pulls out to his breath. So once we get the result of your breath-holding challenge, we can then roughly half it. That's how long you will probably last afloat, if you're paddling. What if he's very buoyant because of his exoskeletal situation? That is a fantastic conundrum, Bryn. It's not one I've considered. I have rarely <sighs> in my time... Uh, well, but I don't rate your chances. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, friend insect. You, you and I can swim together. Uh, I can, I can support you. Appreciate it. Sweet. So, do you want to investigate ahead, or do you want us to all just hop in? There is a hole ahead that perhaps would be worth investigation. I am always down for that. You can just dimly see it down there. Friend mm. is like looking at everybody else getting ready to swim and looking down at her armor and her sw and her great axe being like um hmm. well leave it on the shore here and we'll come back for it what if we encounter a threat on the other side of whatever this is swim swim faster than it or in i'm going to wait here while you look ahead friend water breather i can also encase you in mystical armor should need to rise i still want my Axe. Uh, well, note that I do have the p the power, it's, uh, inspired by my gods, to destroy water. Though I doubt it would be at the capacity of this lake. But if uh, things come to a head, I can quickly summon such a spell, and it might create a bit of breathing space around you. Does that mean you can save someone from drowning? Can you just destroy the water in their lungs? I would suggest so, yes. Uh, huh. though, if I, if I pray hard enough, if I believe in doing it, uh, but, uh, it's, uh, I rarely encounter someone who doesn't want to fill their lungs with water, if, uh, uh, if, if they are. No, no, no offense, friends, but, um, uh, many of you are composed of largely water, so that would perhaps be detrimental to your long-term benefit. Hmm. Oh, I can be more focused than that. I don't just destroy all of the water molecules in someone's body. Ah. Say. That, that would be the, the, the thing of clerics of destruction and that's not me however uh, it makes sense that i scout ahead uh, as i can breathe in this so let's go on um would you mind if i borrow your quarter stuff uh, i mean i can't imagine many oh, of you many of us are going to be walking along the uh the ground but you never know i might stir something into motion I'll hand the staff over and say, yeah, I could probably use being washed anyway. I think Bryn is going to start um, thinking about the possibility of floating on her shield <laughs> in the lake. Is this even possible? Um... I have a shield. It's made of wood. Wood is buoyant. If I lay on my stomach, maybe I can like paddleboard across. 
we can try to put my short bow on the nose of your shield and then run a cloak over it so you have a little are sail. We, are we making are we meanting wakeboarding? And if I uh, use the thunder wave spell behind you, we can just <laughs> shoot shoot you across the uh, the lake at high speed. So, um Matthew, what uh, basically as you as you go down into this uh, the it drops away relatively quickly, but it's still kind of this these these uh, almost shelves of uh, of the stone until you go into the deeper water, and you could you can pretty much tell that uh, where you are is uh, maybe ten to fifteen feet, but uh, it gets quite deeper. Uh, are you going all the way down to the bottom, like you know just? Uh, no, my intention is just to make sure there is a safe path to that small island uh, to the southeast of where I am. Uh, this guy? Yeah, because if it's only about 10 feet deep, they could, in theory, even if they can't swim, walk along the lake bed to that island, climb a, climb ashore, catch a breath, and then island hop, for want of a better term. Uh Avoiding the trench in the mill because nothing truly good can live in a place like that. It's a jump puzzle, other than a gar. And uh, just uh, just just so that's it's a bit more like a a, a spire. Uh, it is definitely something that someone could get to and cling to, but mm-hmm. it would be you know it's not it's not a flat islandy sort of sort of scenario it's more like a, a piece of rock that juts up uh, well, out, that, of, out of the floor that's fine i just need to make sure that the path to it is clear enough that should they be running short of air they can climb up they've got something to hold on to while they take a few more gasps and then go down again and while the sea elf is, is investigating this are you folks still continuing with your role-playing discussions talking in character and all that sort of stuff. I, mean, I think I think I, I think Bryn right now is just like I said trying to figure out the the, the shield situation. She didn't expect to go into a uh, dungeon and have to swim. And once once he's out swimming, I think I'll probably like knock an arrow and, and keep an eye out. Now's the time to take the elf out. I know what you're thinking. Like I said, about <laughs> exactly 10 to 15 that. feet, 10 closer to the to to, to the uh cavern uh, tunnel that you came through and uh, you notice that there seems to be little um little round things like uh, uh, in the in the muck in the mire at the bottom of the lake hmm little, uh, uh... so i'm going to see if i can recognize what they are based on my pisky knowledge well like you say you're you're if you if you doubled over and just dove down you'd be at the bottom in a you know a, a nanosecond because it's uh, well I, I will do that um, I I can be pretty f- fluid <laughs> in the water so I will um, take a bit of a dip and see if I can identify what these things are are they about to hatch into terrible aquatic sturges no they're flat discs oh ah more coins indeed a Reno uh, I will collect a handful of them. I'm not going okay. to get uh, silly with it. Uh, right. ju- just Heart- to, yeah. You can't really pick up the color or anything like that because you no. know you're using dark vision and any sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm just going to collect a handful and then continue on my journey. Uh, is there are they f- roughly forming a trail? Uh, it would it would it, it seem relatively randomly scattered? Like okay. you, you 
you, there was a bunch that you picked up, and then there's a few over mm. there, and there's some over there. Just well, to, I'm not to... going to go too far off course. Uh, okay, well, in that case, I will continue observing the the water and any inhabitants therein. Should I make another perception roll just to make sure there's nothing? You very well can do that, yes. All right, let's give it a try. Uh, it's uh, not great. Bunch of coin. Uh, these 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 coins, or at least you know, you're, you're pretty sure they're coins. They've got you know inscriptions and dates and things on them. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, if nothing is obstructing me, I'm going to try and make my way to that little yep. uh, outcropping. And once I'm holding it and I have uh, lifted my head above the waterline, I will call out to my companions that it is safe to swim this far. When you look back to them to to yell to them, um, you do see that right here, right around right around the corner from you, is another um, tunnel. Yeah. Interestingly, that we didn't see any kind of exit in that direction in our previous cave, did we? No. No. No, but two caves ago there was a tunnel branching, kind of that way that we never mm. went down. Well, it's good to have another potential exit that heads in the direction from which we came. Uh, so I will I will also announce, just on the other side to the western wall from you, there is a tunnel of what appears to be shallow waters heading north again. Maybe I will check that out instead of going to that tiny island that will not fit any of us. I'm not suggesting we all stay on it. Oh, yeah, let's split the party. <laughs> Bryn's, Bryn's just trying to stay out of the water as much as possible. Yeah. I uh, throw my short bow over my shoulder and, like, dive into the water uh, and start swimming uh, in this direction. And I say, why don't you two check out the north, the, the tunnel then? Indeed, I will assist Bryn in her explorations. I mean, I, we could wait for them if you'd like, but no, I think I think this makes sense. So Bryn is going to try to, like essentially use the wall to cling to okay as she goes to check this out how deep is the water here in this like lighter part well let's get you around the the the, the okay. tip here first okay so you're going to be clinging to the wall trying not to be dragged down into the water deeper than you can breathe yeah she's she's, she's trying to do it as a climbing action more than a swimming action all right well we can we can go for a variety of different things for that. What what would you like to roll? Uh, probably athletics. Go for the athletics again? Okay. If I roll a two this time. Ah, 21. Oh boy. Yeah, you get some good hand holes. Your strong dwarvish fingers can just clip on there. You get Now get around to the point and do and give me another roll. It's like here? Yeah. Okay. 13. Reasonable. Yeah, you start to you start to feel maybe yeah either your fingers are getting tired or the 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 water has rubbed off uh, the uh, the the stronger holes, but you can still get around. Mm -hmm. And uh, you look down you, the water; it's still about for you about four to five feet uh, below your feet which, while you're uh, which is how tall I am. So yeah, <laughs> hanging there. So yeah, it's it's you know it it may still be about ten foot uh, deep total. Okay. All right. Well, I will try to get somewhere where I can put my feet down, essentially. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's see what everybody else is doing mm -hmm. before we get you in there, because totally. gonna have to. We have to go back to the other map. Also, we got to get Cregan uh, in here. Yeah. So. 
No problem. Cregan will attempt to swim okay. around. Then you've never done this before, and you don't know what it is, so nope. uh, let's go with the athletics check. Which is great, because I have a zero, so it's perfect. Ooh, 12. That's good enough to kind of keep yourself afloat. You saw what the other folks were doing. Uh, you're close to the wall. You can reach out a little bit if you if you feel a little little odd. So go ahead, do it. Do, move one and then do it again. Oop, oh maybe not, no, not just to get maybe getting tired. But this like why 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 do arms go in this direction but legs go in that one? That makes no sense. Uh, you and your weird joints. Um, I'll try one more quick. Uh, let's check. Four. Well, so <laughs> right about there, you go right off, right down. You bloop, 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 bloop. Luckily, most you... insects can breathe underwater for a little while. Yes, my constitution is one, so I was <laughs> okay breathing underwater for a minute. Um, yeah, so you you basically now, um, you're a little bit taller than the dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely still about 10 feet deep there. Um, so the, what... Does Cregan do? Um, uh, Cregan is going to try to actually um, fall a little bit to the to the floor, and then try to push off the floor to get back up to get some air again. Basically, kind of jump, quote unquote, from the base of the floor back up. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, if you count jumping, gives myself a brief advantage. Hey, natural twenty. Ba Boom. Yes, using your, your, your extremely springy uh, rear legs, um, those uh, s- double jointed. I don't actually remember how we drew them. So, but uh, but woof, you come right up, um, right out of the water. You can move yourself another square forward, um, and then where do you want to go from there? What do you want to do? Do you want to try to swim again? I'm gonna cling um, on the wall for a bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This um, seems inappropriate. The water is pouring off of your chitin and, and you know, uh, any, any little spiracles, little spurts of water spurt out of them. Is this far more moist than I intended to be? Yeah, it's not quite as bad maybe the the, the way that uh, the cats are with water, but uh, but you're not happy with it. Can, uh, so um, can I see a little further north? Like, is it, is it just even more water? Uh, yeah, so basically um, looking looking up past the edge of the map there uh you will hook uh you'll hook into more water and then you can see the a uh a bit of a bit of stone like a stone shelf that uh is is just uh just higher than the water uh and more shelving past that you also see a a, a dim light it's it's because it's it's otherwise pitch black you do see a bit of dim light from uh from probably it, it resembles the same kind of dim light that was uh, radiating from the fungi in the previous room. Mm, okay. Um, I think I'll probably spend a little bit of time talking with Brent about our feasibility of trying to make it to that shelf and then we can cut to the other two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, from, yeah, you're, you're, you're basically so well wedged into that stone right there that, uh, you know, you can just hang on there for a while. Okay, cool. Okay. Travis and Matthew, you're, you're, you're hanging out on the, uh, you won't need to hold on long, friend gnome. I'm going to uh, swim on ahead and just make sure the coast is clear around these uh, rocky outcroppings. Oh, I appreciate it. Oh, rocky! <laughs> Jim! Dr. Scott! Brad! <laughs> rocky! Uh, <laughs> anyway. Let's see this. No, I didn't go to Rocky Horror every Friday at midnight for like three years of my teenage no, life. Yeah, 
That's one of the musicals I know all the lyrics to. Matthew, if you could make a perception check, please. Yeah. No, again, it's uh, below <laughs> mediocre. Face down on the rocky crop. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming the water is very murky. That, that's my excuse. Sure. Uh, Travis, could you do the, to, to, to do the same? Uh, yeah, just a straight perception. Yep. Uh, 21. Okay, you see, right about, so you're there, the rocky thing is there. So right about here, you see a flash of white in the water. Something something large and white is in the water. Um, is it? But it is, it very rapidly gets out of where you can see. But it was moving from here to there. All right, uh, I will uh, shout out. Uh, heads up up there, there's some, you, you got company coming. What is the nature of the company? Uh, big you underwater. <laughs> a, 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 a little sign appears in the air in front of you and says, roll initiative. <laughs> Egad, the air itself speaks. <laughs> it's a meta fish. <laughs> yes. That, that's a new they came from monster. Rising out of the water at Cregan. Uh, is a massive reptilian head. Uh, it is uh, completely white, uh, and its eyes are a, a, a sort of a pinkish hue, as is its its, its gaping mouth, and uh, and uh, surrounded by many many nasty nasty teeth. It is a giant crocodile. Well, I think uh, we chose the right side of the lake to be on, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang out here. For I a agree. Um, so as I said, let's do some initiatives. Make sure you yep. you, you, you oh, click yes. on your character before you do your initiative, so that he shows up in. Yeah. Eddie and I have the same initiative. Yes, we both have fifteenth. Oh, do we have to re-roll it? Yes, please. I think. Okay, that's fine. We had good initiatives that time. Oh no! Wait, it all oh, popped up. Yeah, that's an even better one. <laughs> wow! I'll take the second. You guys are you guys are in great shape compared to. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> How's the initiative? Maybe the crocodile just ate a very a poisonous gar. Um, or just, or just... <laughs> oh, the gar. <laughs> There's that one hit point wins. Remember him well. <laughs> I think I've got the distance. There we go. I've got. Um, I think I've got enough. Yeah, there's enough range there that I could cast a spell directly at it as it surfaces. <laughs> This uh, swollen reptile. Uh, the sea elves are no friends of of reptiles. I'm afraid we like the fish and may, and even some amphibians we will accept, but reptiles not particularly. Uh, I think it's time for the uh, old favorite of guiding bolt, Ooh. especially as I see uh, my new friend Cregan about to be munched on, and he looks like he's built of sticks. He will probably collapse pretty. Quickly, this built of sticks. I, yeah. I am indeed a bundle of sticks. Yes. Are you a stick bug? Yep. Uh, so let's go for it. Guiding bolt. Oh, okay, that's nice. Uh, so that is a twenty-four uh, rolled with. Uh, let's see. I think you need to make what is it? A dexterity roll to. No, no, yeah, it's you just range, a range, range spell attack. attack. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it. yes, so it's uh, yeah, you can't reduce. You critically the hit it. 
Uh, yeah, for all intents and purposes, yes. Yeah. That's well, it. it's it's a big green thing on your. Uh, oh, I don't know if you thing. can do crits with spells. Oh, yeah, but... absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Well, yeah, show so what I know. Eight d six damage. You're about to deal with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> thirty three damage. Yes. Regardless, it's thirty three damage. As... So. As I channel the will of the gods of chaos, save my friend and eliminate this reptile. <laughs> so, <laughs> how does the beam of light burn through this thing's cerebral cortex? I think it, uh, it starts off as arcs of energy that uh, duck into the water, but when they come up, they are like bolts of, uh, I guess, somewhere between liquid and solid water that arc and spray and then thunk, 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 thunk eight times into the body of this thing, like uh, magical bolts of hard water. All right. Um, you're, all, you're all aware this thing was breaching. You turn to look at it. Amazingly bright explosions of light came, came bursting uh, you could hear Elias um, chanting something, and then <laughs> um, you're going to need to wait a couple rounds for your eyes to adjust again, because yeah. uh, that was that was actually it was actually kind of painful. Bren, um, Bren looks like he's getting like, did that alligator just explode? If there <laughs> if there had been another round of combat, you, you probably would have been at disadvantage. But since that didn't happen. <laughs> So we, we instead have uh, alligator fricassee uh, all over the. But you know, if you're if you're if you like that, if you're you're into the more exotic meats, uh, you could definitely get a fair bit from the tail of this one. Uh, well, I will do the responsible thing as I cool down my hair, looking like I've I've had my hand on a uh, plasma ball, uh, <laughs> and and shout out, uh, beware, Cregan. Fish and other creatures will be drawn to the gore in the water. Move fast. Understood. Okay. You know, that would have come in real handy against that big fish you were fighting earlier. I would. I don't want to hear another word about how that fish deserved to die. <laughs> it's not true! No. My friend, the gar. So, yeah, you did uh, You did 12 points above what it, you needed for that. So. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> now, now, now I feel bad about this. <laughs> Do not all feel right. bad. It's a good thing we're getting all this gold to cover your therapy. <laughs> all right. Uh, is it gone? Can you see it? It is gone. So there you are. Yeah. Uh, something something <laughs> breached. Something was blasted. And, and, and now we're, we're done with the initiative. <laughs> yes. Glad we spent time vapor. figuring out how to roll initiative. <laughs> yeah. Well, it may come in handy later. We'll right, see. We might need that again. Well, shall we bravely venture forth? Yeah, I think we should uh, take your advice about getting away from this pool of gore. My thinking, now that we know the danger of some of the creatures that dwell down here, it is folly for us to split up. Let's go with our companions into the shallow waters where they feel safer. And perhaps we can continue exploring this most inviting uh, deep cavern at a future time. Perhaps we can return with more adequate equipment. Well, that too. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for whatever. Hey, Travis, what are the two little uh, symbols above your head? Oh, I think those are my hit points and my armor class. It's just because my... 
creature's a small you guys token. Are so small. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I thought maybe you you put some spells on it. No, I think you can go in and change my token size. But every time I pull my token over from, like when we go to a new map and I pull my token over because I'm a small creature, it makes it my token pops you back down yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right. Um, yep. Swim over there. Uh, getting back together. So I'm going to do the map switch again. Yeah, what what you are, you you see is that there's a series of, uh, of they're almost like real, like large steps um, out of the natural rock that kind of shelf their way down into that into that pool, and uh, it's only the fir- the very first one of those is is underwater, so it's only about uh, you know maybe three feet underwater, easy for for just about all of you to to stand on and look out into the uh, into the room. And this uh, moss up to the top is that like a phosphorescent moss or fungi that's up up top there yep um it's a it's a low room it's only about 10 feet high um you are at the lowest end of it it kind of goes a little it goes uh, it, it slopes gradually upwards um uh, to the west um there's a there's a it's a pretty large patch of fungus actually um which is uh, enough to provide a nice uh, slight green radiance uh the, the north half of the cavern definitely has the dim light. It fades into darkness into the south. And uh, as you start clambering up the, uh, the shelving, um, you hear some skittering and some pitter-patter of, uh, of rats leaving, uh, leaving the area you're in. Is that coming from the south side? Started around here. Okay. And now is down around here. Uh, what I'd like to do, uh, tell me if this is a bridge too far here. I'd like to run up to this phosphorescent uh, fungus. And um, if I smear the fungus on my arrowheads, does it retain its luminescence? Uh, yeah, for uh, at least for a, for a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it to, you know. Sure, I just I, maintain for very long. I wanted to um, like smear two arrows and then shoot them down into that south end to see if we can get some light down there. It's going to be pretty limited arrowhead worth of, of glow. Why but don't yeah. we just get our friend to cast that light spell he can do? Indeed, I, I have capacity to enlighten your arrows once I have pulled myself in from this water. You could embiggen them too. I will. I will help you out of the water. Much appreciated. Um, then, yeah, uh, Craig, you can just cast uh, light on uh, the, the arrowheads. At, let me check. Well, yeah. Ooh. If you just want to use magic, fine. I'll. Just... <laughs> I, I, I do, in fact, want to use magic. Uh, so, one object no larger than ten feet in any dimension. It lasts for one hour. Speaking of which, friends, at some point I will need to meditate and pray. Uh, I have. Uh been generous with the gifts of the gods while in this subterranean gloom but their generosity only extends so far well um why don't since we're here um in in this room at first glance anyway looks relatively safe why don't we make sure there's nothing in here and then we can uh maybe you know set up a little bit of a of a camp um you know i think it's. It seems pretty clear to me that there's enough cave to warrant some more exploration. None of us have any uh, appointments, right? You don't have anywhere to be tomorrow. Anywhere to be tomorrow? We, maybe we should just camp it out and then continue looking once we once we're fully refreshed. I do require dehydration. 
<laughs> very, very, very wet. I'm so wet. Yeah, get a campfire, warm, warm, warm you up, dry you off. But first, let's make sure there's. You may nothing. need to do a headstand in order to get the water. Out. <laughs> just have uh, someone pick me up and just shake me out. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, I will cast light on one of your arrowheads, and I'll shoot the arrow into the uh, south, down toward the south uh, west. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see where it lands. Basically, what you you, you want to do is you really want to you want your arrow, arrow to kind of skitter along the um, the flooring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just or, you know, or just like shoot it. And, you know, if it if it hits the wall and bounces off and hits the floor, it still is going to be casting light. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to just trying to get light as far down in that corner as possible so that we don't have to, like, walk up into it, you know, without Uh, blindly. Just just roll to hit. But it's it's mostly for me just to just to to say where will the arrow land? Sure. Oh, I got a five. All right, I get to tell you where it lands. <laughs> lands, lands right here. here. Excellent. And does that look like an outwardly safe spot at the moment? So when it, yeah, when it lands, you see that this, this, this is still like just you know uh, stone flooring and everything like that. Um, when it lands, the many, many eyes that that are right around here, you can see them reflected in the light of it, and a scuttling of rats move out this hallway here they did not like that you injected light into their into their space and uh, now what you can see in the dim light is that this area down here on this side seems to be uh, uh, a little bit lower than the rest of the stuff and there are piles of debris there hmm. there is uh, some stone and, and, and broken pieces of stone and stuff like that, but there's also uh, leaves and mold and um, some splintered crates. There's broken and gnawed fungus of, of, of various kinds, um, uh, broken tools, and while most of it is natural, there's th- those those tools and the crates and things obviously were, were crafted um, and they seem to have been... Uh, tossed there deliberately into into a pile should we go poke through those before we take a rest in case there's some nasty centipede frog fish creatures in them oh definitely with the centipedes i mean they're they're Mm. spooky i don't suppose yeah i'll I'll go over and start checking it out um do you wish to take my quarter staff oh yes please thank you i do not have it uh well you're more than welcome to it i don't need it anymore thank you i'll grab the quarter staff and Head over that way. If I see any more rats moving about, I would like to apologize to them for disturbing their uh, rest and, and try to interact with them. But if I don't see any, then it's not a big deal. Well, no, you don't see any any rats. Unfortunately, they uh, they did they did take the hint of the extremely bright light uh, being injected into their domain, and uh, they're not all about the fighting for that if they can get away. That's fair. So yeah, I'll head over and start poking at this pile of, of stuff. Like I said, it's it's all kinds of, of, of stuff. It seems like it's been there for a, quite a while, although you do see th- things that are more recent. Um, there's like a, a couple of uh, broken um, casks, I guess probably what they were. They were barrels or casks. They're small barrels uh, that uh, are, are smashed in. Seem to have been seem to have been more recently thrown into the into the pile. Do they have an odor? Yes, yes, they do. Uh, are you gonna like fish one out? Are you gonna 
walk over and smell it? Like just put your face right in? Or yeah, you, if I can, um, if, if there's any way that, uh, you said they're broken. So if I can like get the tip of the quarterstaff in one and like, you know, bring it over to me. Sure. That would be what I would try to do. So would that be like a perception roll or? Uh, once you get it to you. Do I, oh, do I need to make a roll to, to pick it up? Sure. Uh, you could you could try to maneuver a ten foot pole into a cask and and then walk uh, walk it backwards so you have the cask away from the other stuff. Yeah. So is that like a just like a melee attack or just like a straight dexterity roll? Dexterity roll. Ah, uh, ten. Not great. Not my finest work. But also, you weren't really doing anything that complex. I was just needlessly making you roll for it. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Hooray! But you never know. Something cool could have happened. So that's true. That's true. Uh, sometimes I just like to do that to see if uh, you know if you had done a some like uh, you know you critically failed. It might have been interesting. Right. Um, anyway, did you get it over to you? Give it a smell. Um, use your perception. Well, that's a thirteen. It's a, it's a familiar enough smell for you that you can recognize that it was a cask of wine. Ooh, we got booze down here. And it's... You should not drink the cave booze. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brynn got over there pretty fast. That's... I, I was supposed to already be over there. I just moved <laughs> I, was, I was pulling hey, booze. <laughs> Are you telling you or me? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think we should drink the cave booze, but this still smells like booze. So <laughs> cave booze, um, the finest. I think so. I, I, I would assume that means it's relatively recent. Uh, that somebody perhaps was someone down here. used this area as a way to uh, store illicit goods. Yes, indeed, yeah. smugglers, and that also means it either leads to the sea or to the surface. Well, we know it leads to the surface, but that's down straight down through a hole. I mean, it might have just been some kids that were, you know, looking for a place to drink it away from. And they came to drink in the monster-infested dark cave. I'm, I've heard stranger things. Kids are you? foolish. I, it, it would seem more likely that people with something to benefit would risk such dangers in order to uh, reap such rewards. Uh, I find myself agreeing with Cregan. I mean, you're probably right. Either way, right. I think we've established that there aren't any scary things over here so if you want to take your rest we well, should do i so. mean that was just what that was just what you found you didn't really pro- probe that uh oh, okay that deeply into the debris it was just a look at was, yeah hey, what's here thing. here's yeah. some things oh that's <laughs> okay, interesting right. let, okay. me, let me check that out Ooh, cave booze yeah we, we will poke at it some more then. dig through it for sure yeah i mean yeah i mean it's you know a pretty decent pile of debris there if you see the in the area it's taking out yeah, I definitely want to sweep it through and make sure that there's nothing uh, alive in there. Um, so I'm probably mm-hmm. not being horribly gentle. As a, you know, I'm making enough, moving things around enough that it will mm-hmm. hopefully disturb anything that's in there. Um, All right. Well, um, yeah, you can, you can, you can do a perception. You could do your nature thing if you if you're deliberately trying to. Is there anything living in this in this? Yeah, I think I'll stuff. Uh, rely on nature. No, <laughs> there's failed. nothing uh, living in there. There never has been. There never will be. Yeah, we're totally safe. <laughs> I, I think I, <laughs> I tossed the quarter staff over to. <laughs> I'm just gonna dive in with my bare hands. This is all fine. So we're um, we're good. We can set up camp here. In fact, I'll use some of this as kindling, and I'll just grab a bunch of stuff and. Walk give me over. a perception, please. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah there you go. Nine. Okay. Uh, Bryn, also, please, can I have a perception check? 
Hopefully, I have work in those things. No, I'm maybe so not. perceptive. That was performance. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Well, I mean, they're both plus ones. So, bumity bumity bum. There, I rolled uh, eleven. All right. So now that you can, once the gnome has moved a whole bunch of stuff, uh, and and apparently has grabbed some, starting to pull stuff out for kindling, you can see just tucked under a whole pile of the stuff what might be a, a, a of a sack or a burlap bag or something of that nature and it is it is in this thing here i'm poking at it okay so you're going to wade into a little bit of the uh, it's really not that i mean in in spots obviously when there's big piles of wood mm-hmm. and stuff it's it's higher but yeah i mean i'll just... like i like kick a plank aside whatever and just poke at the bag yeah. okay so you're going to grab the bag well, I was going to poke at it first. Oh, you got to poke at the bag. Okay. So you poke at the bag, and it seems pretty old under there. It's got, you know, it's got uh, some moss on it, and the bag doesn't look to be like it's in great shape. But uh, mm. when when you poke at it, you hear a clink when mm. you hit it. Okay. I will pull it out. Bodily with your with your hands? You yes, gotta, with, you... with, with my hands. Okay. So I have learned nothing from the poison chest. Go back to your square okay. where you was. There we go. All right. <laughs> and and then it's time to roll initiative. <laughs> we have learned nothing. It did pay off. Yes, four. <laughs> it let me re-roll and I'm still in the same place I was before. If they're not uh yeah, if they're not uh visible there on the GM layer. I'd suggest I'm so slow because I'm divinely exhausted. As you pull the uh, the sack, you realize it's actually bigger than you thought it was. Um, it, and it's not that it was like filled with all kinds of great stuff. Unfortunately, what it was uh, seems to have been mostly filled with is giant centipedes. Who puts giant centipedes in sacks? <laughs> also, really also why did they go clink? <laughs> you'll, well, you'll I find do. out. You don't really have time to discover what maybe the clinky was because... They come <laughs> scuttling out of the thing, twisting in all their legs in different directions and their nasty uh, uh, mouth parts clicking to try to get to you because you've uh, you've disturbed them in their in their little uh, hibernating habitat. Some of us do not have disgusting mouth parts, just to be clear. Yes. Some of us not are quite cleaning our mouth not, parts. Not all do, but these in particular, <laughs> they definitely Fair do. Enough. So... I will um, I will have some attacking going on here uh, as they swarm over Bryn. And let's see, the one at the top. Ho! Oh, just goes right into your armor. Look at that. Natural 20. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's hurtful. It is. You need to take a DC 11 constitution saving throw. Boom! Yay. Positive constitution saving. All right, so you can see that there's there's definitely um that, that they are definitely poisonous of uh, something, but that that particular bite did not seem to affect you. Um mm. but you did take 8 points of damage from that one bite. Yay. Um, <laughs> so it's like up it's like up on your neck. Ow. That's how that it was just it was just frenzied. Mm. Um now this one stupid centipedes. And it does not get through your armor. Maybe it was in awe of its... Uh, <laughs> of its friend's crit. Friend's bite, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good wow. job, Larry. Good. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's that's for the advantage. This, no, it's a six. Yes, okay. It's just a six. Look at you and your nat 20s all of a sudden, you're rich. Well, it's only, on, it's only if I had advantage. 
And You're still rolling 20s. It's still impressive. And a 16. Uh, I win because I'm the defender. I have an AC 16. Bink. Um, so yeah, so that one almost got through, but it's uh, but it's clinging on to you pretty well. So basically, you've got four centipedes um, swarming over you right now. And the fifth one's just gonna hang out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, little help here. Hold still. Uh, there's the one on her neck, right? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. I'm gonna try to pick that off of her neck with an arrow. Yeah, that's what I would be doing. You're going to shoot at her neck with with your arrow. No, I'm going to shoot at a centipede, but it just happens to be uh, very close to her neck. (laughs) So so I got to tell you, with the the moving around and the size of the the very small beast that's attached, uh, that's going to be with disadvantage. That's fine. I'm confident in my abilities. (laughs) It's fine, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Great. Shoot, Shoot at my neck. That's what I'd like you to do. You'll, this is going to work out, I promise. <laughs> it's not going to work out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was disadvantage. Oh, right. Yeah, my bad. Hold on. It could get worse. It, it could, could get, get worse. worse. I know. <laughs> but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Fortunately, <laughs> extremely fortunately, that was not critical failure. Um, so, yeah, an arrow whizzes by your throat. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't the one that was lit, was it? No, uh, that one I had already shot. <laughs> uh, okay, so you shoot this arrow. Uh, it, it whizzes right past her, but it does not uh, hits the hits, hits the wall, falls into the debris pile, um, like the other debris. I said, "Hold still." I'm going to step in and uh, use my object interaction to switch to the sickle and uh, holding dagger. still. <laughs> Bryn, they're on you. They're everywhere. <laughs> Plus, they're shooting arrows at you, too. Uh, I am going to... They have thumbs. Run away. I'm going to hit the one that's directly in front of me. This guy. Axe time. Axe time. Ah, yeah. I hit it for 12. All right. You uh, you cleave it, cleave it from, uh, from uh, feelers to a piercer... Uh, <laughs> whatever that thing is down and all the way at the bottom of him <laughs> but uh but he's he's gone 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 all right all right that's me you splatted him well i only uh i have a limited number of options here uh but seeing the danger that my friends are in Turn um, it. you know it's not actually a, a, a ridiculous idea uh Hmm. It could slow them, slow these creatures down long enough for someone with a better strength of arm to uh, take them out. Uh, so let's let's be creative. Thank you, Rich, for the idea. Uh, I'm going to throw my net. Uh, what should I roll for that? Dexterity. I'd uh, roll a hit, just like uh, thing. And you could basically at this point, because the others are actually on her, you've got this one target here. Okay. Uh, so there's no way of getting my net over more than one. Not unless you want to include Brent. Probably not a good idea, is it? I mean, it will make sure they all stay in the same spot. <laughs> if you had spell slots left, I'd say let's do it. But... <laughs> if I can, if I can only reach one, I will yep. charge and smack it with the mace instead. Then do that. Yeah. 
Actually, I'll charge and try and run it through with a dagger. I'm better off with a dagger. Apparently. Apparently so. Do some damage. You impale it on the uh, on the point of your uh, on the point of your dagger. It is. It is no more. Okay, with a with a cry, then I stab and stab and stab. I cannot let my friends be cut apart Why by these insects. I am uh, now slightly more threatened by my friend than I am by the centipedes. Because yeah. he is just <laughs> lost. They're, they're terrifying. Yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> um, there are three left, including the one on uh, Bryn's neck. I might have killed well, the yeah, one. Yeah, on there's one neck. on the. No, you did the one right in front of. You. Okay. One on your neck I is this guy, Mr. Mr. Critty, Mr. Overachiever of the Centipede people. Okay, well, I'm going to use Magic Missile to hit each of those three. Okay. And Magic Missile does not require a hit roll. It just goes there. So that's uh, three on the one on her neck, uh, four on the second one, and three on the third one. All right. Bink. Well, that one goes right through its little centipede head splattering it all over the place the other two are obviously wounded but still in the fight which actually brings us to the fight no miss me aha oh uh, if only he had advantage because he rolled another natural 20 on your roll that doesn't count <laughs> yeah, those are the best place to put the natural 20s like on the other you side you guys should be real happy with that yes, oh he yes he was so dazzled by being wounded and stuff he was biting at that section of himself but he couldn't reach it so he's still alive but uh, <laughs> i feel but i feel but not for long yeah uh the one that's on her neck i think i will uh take my uh, sickle and try to slice that off her neck. You can't reach it from there. Um, oh, I probably can't. Uh, Why don't you just kill the one next to you? Why would you not be able to reach you? They're right next. You're right next to each other. And... Oh, because I'm. Uh... Well, because two creatures can't occupy the same space in D and D. That's all. It's, it's fine. Right. Right. Uh... It, it, it's technically not in my space. Right, you you need to move forward into the space. I, I mean, that's fine. I have I have enough movement. I can. Um... I shouldn't. Oh, I'll, I'll provoke from this guy. So what I will do actually is I'll bring my dagger around and stab the one that's next to Bryn with my offhand, and use my good hand as I step around and stab and slice the other one with the scimitar or with the uh, sickle, if that's all right. All right. So we've got a. You've got. You're gonna. You do do the two attack. Yeah, I got the two-handed okay. thing. So the the dagger will just be right. the straight damage. And then the mm-hmm. sickle will have my uh, dex mod. Okay. All right. Well, roll to hit for your, your stab before you do your sidestep, but then you do your slash. All right. So the short sword is going in. No dex bonus. With no dex bonus, the sickle will have the dex bonus. All right. So short sword, that's a 10 to hit. Um, does a 10 you, tag it? You, you, you miss it as it's writhing about there. All right. Um, that's fine. I will provoke an attack of opportunity as I step around it. Um, okay. So it can feel free to take that if it wants to. Um, it, it, yeah, I think it might. And then I'm going to take a <laughs> swipe at. Ooh! So, uh, so yeah, you get bit for four points, and now roll your Constitution saving throw. Twenty. Hello. <laughs> okay, so you take the four points and you step around. You can do your attack. Sixteen for the one in the neck. That will hit. Strangely enough. That's all you needed. It had like one hit point. <laughs> yes. So you you just basically just lightly come up and just go scrape it right off her neck, uh, cutting it in half as if as you flip it to the ground. And you said it was four damage I had taken from the bite, right? Yep. 
Ow! <laughs> you're telling me, buddy. Uh, is, that, is that your turn done? That is my turn done. Well, I'm clearly going to attack the last one standing. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> I am going to hit it. There's nothing left of it. First sex damage. <laughs> it's it's just Thank a the smear on the on the ground. I got really mad when that one bit me so hard that I lost over half my fucking hit points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've and I probably have the most hit points of all of us. So that still really hurt. <laughs> all I can say is, you know, let's hear it for your Constitution saving throws. Level one. Right? <laughs> yeah, I could have gone very differently. That is my best saving throw. That's so. three dice, six poison damage. Yeah, that that could have killed me very easily. That's why the that's why the yeah, they're yeah. weird little bombs of trouble. Oh, interestingly, which I should remember if we have future encounters with poisonous things, uh, Bryn has advantage against poison for her saving mm. throw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you didn't need it, but that yeah, if you had, you would want it. Yeah, that yes. is that is good to remember. Oh right, sure, dwarf. All right. So there you go. There's okay. uh, there's some centipedes doing something a little more effective than previously. Well I guess now I will look in the bag that started all this shit. Yeah. What's in the bag? There is What's there the is a uh a a uh, glass vial hmm. stoppered of a uh, milky white liquid in and sloshes in there. Can I try to identify it? Yeah, sure. What what would I do for that? Canna. <laughs> well, I'm gonna look at it first and do very poorly. There we go. Um, there you go. It's a milky white <laughs> liquid of some sort. Just... It might be mm. magical. Might be milk. Yes, it, it could also be okay. milk. But if so, it is very fresh milk. Centipedes have milk? No, that doesn't make any sense. Is it blue? No, it's milky. Perhaps. Yeah, I, I will. I will I'll hand it to Crigan. Please look at Crigan. Crigan puts a hand out and kind of just hovers over the the vial. It's a vial. It's like <laughs> perhaps I could help with. It. She kind of snatches it and starts looking at it. Nineteen. Ah, well, you you've definitely run across uh, this particular uh, potion before, and it's definitely something that has to do with healing. Hmm. It is a uh, recombinant coagulant. And not before time. Oh, what now? Judging by the look of our dwarf friend, it is uh, um uh, uh what's what's the uh, word uh, healing? That's what best word. Mm, mm. Well, if you're going to rest anyway, we may as well save it. Given the propensity for every room in this cave to be some kind of horrific experience, we may want to consider our sleep to be in a different location. Uh, every room? I mean, I think you're being a little unfair. Um, I have been submerged. It is displeasing. <laughs> well, which, let, <laughs> which is why I suggest a fire here. Well, let, let us put it a, a different way. I feel we are pretty close to the area where we first entered this cave. Why do you feel that? Uh, just based on the fact that we descended, well, we headed south close to here, and now we've headed north again. <laughs> so uh, we must be pretty close by. So you have an excellent sense of direction, friend. <laughs> well, I keep a map of everywhere I go. You see, <laughs> doesn't it get wet whenever you go in the water? It's uh, made of waxed vellum. Uh, I thought maybe I thought maybe you had like some seaweed paper or something like that. You know? Yes, so yeah, and, I, and a black mm. marker pen that's waterproof. Ping. But aside from that, I uh, if if we can venture a little further, we will probably be able to find our way back to the surface. Uh, if we feel that's any safer than where we are now, it's not like we are lacking in treasure. I'm more concerned about us safely 
like you're probably right, but two things. One, we might double back and find out that the uh, caves are not connected, which would be a real bummer. Two, I'm not confident that even if the caves are connected, we won't run into more um, horrible experiences as it was put. Uh, but I mean, I'm horrified. I'm up horrifying. for y'all. If you want to, pre- if you want to press forward, we can press forward. I just uh, really think that maybe taking the load off might be a good idea. If you are confident that we will not be devoured in our rent slumber, then perhaps we can. Well, I mean, it. we're going to keep watch, obviously. Watch? Huh. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Never even thought of that. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Friends, that yes, was sar- I shouldn't be mean. That was sarcasm. You're wet. I apologize. I should <laughs> Sarcasm. 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 I, oh right, that's a that's a fleshy thing. I understand that. So Bryn is going to start pulling some of the wooden pieces of debris over, maybe over here, so we can have our backs to a wall. Here. Where are you, where are you poking? Yeah, Down start here. building a little little fire. Yeah, while while Bryn's working on the fire, I may try to um, let me see if I've got anything in my pack that I can set up to just make some very rudimentary like alarms. Yeah, like real simple, like string rope across the. Um, this doorway here up top uh, with like pythons hanging okay. off of it so that it'll jingle if something comes at us kind of thing, you know? Hey, those are my pythons. I've, oh, I've got some in my bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you're going to, you're going to smash some pythons into the walls. And then you're going to string some pythons onto the rope and tie the rope to the pipe. Uh, yeah, probably unless there's uh, anything that I can actually just uh, tie the ropes to naturally sticking out. Otherwise, yeah, I'll put pythons in. Not not really any uh, anything that big, you know. Could you tie it to a piece of rock that's sticking? Sure, you could give it a shot. That's but fair. It would um, and I'll try to do it. I understand that there's no way to do this quietly, but I'll try to do it not especially loudly. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah, I mean, you might be able to wedge the rope into a couple of cracks could I, on either side. Can I conceivably uh, uh, pin? I mean, all you're really trying to do is just have it strung across there with the so that if anything should brush against right, it, right, or if something right. comes barreling through and knocks it down, we'll we'll have some warning. You know, that's all. I, right. And if I can pin it there with arrows, I'll do that instead. Just it'll be less noisy. Um, yeah, that 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 well. sounds doable then, because that's something you can yeah. wedge in. Yeah, I just it doesn't need to be like taut. I don't need it to support any weight beyond the pythons i just want it i just want to have something that'll jingle jangle if that door you know that's one less thing to be, be snuck up on um so we can pay a little more attention to what's going on on the uh, other side if any um vermin happen to show up um i would like to try to coax them into uh you know helping us out give us some food and say hey keep an eye out for us so you're down one end of the of the cavern. You've got a fire going. You're gonna take some sleep time. Um, are you doing anything to encourage any vermin to show up? Um, I'm probably. Do we have any uh, rations that are? Um, do you have anything in, in our rations that might be like pungent? Would have a strong odor. I have uh, pickled fish. 
Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, let's... <laughs> Perhaps rotten shark fin? Uh, I prefer it fresh. And, uh, you know, there's probably some crocodile still floating around out there if we... That's true. To, That's true. Uh, cook some uh, interesting meat. Crocodile chama. Yeah, if you don't mind grabbing it, I don't want to go back in the water. Oh, well, I don't mind at all. We'll cook up some, some uh, gator cue. Okay. Um... Yeah, so the the gator's kind of floating there. It's, yeah, I don't. Uh, I didn't vaporize it, so uh, I'll. Um... Yeah, there are a few pieces. Well, on the... I will uh, drag the husk up. We can uh, do a bit of butchery and uh, get some fresh. Uh, <laughs> okay, I may not be able to drag it. Let's let's find out. <laughs> can you tie a rope around it? <laughs> you you saw uh, the size, right? I think on that roll, I get um, rolled rolled by the crocodile despite its death. Tight. <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm trapped so under its carcass. And breathe underwater. You're Help. Fine. Can you tie a rope around it, and I'll try to drag it to shore? Yeah, I'll do it from underneath. <laughs> While I'm down here, might as well tie a rope to its leg. Well, regardless, okay. uh, we have dinner. I, I, I tried. I mean, I am pulling it through water, um, which makes it a lot easier to pull. Yep, a couple of uh, interestingly enough, uh, Matthew, a couple of rats actually depart the carcass and uh, and swim hmm. away. That doesn't make it seem terribly appetizing. If the rats won't eat it. But maybe they departed because I was approaching. Yeah. Uh, I'll go for my knowledge of nature and determine whether the rats in these parts will be bold enough to continue feasting with me around or whether I just scared them off. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely can uh, can tell that uh, while they were checking it out, maybe even taking a few bites, it was just a couple of them. And... Uh... And when you were arrived and started moving things and and, and going underneath it and getting caught and uh, tying a rope to it, that was uh, that was more activity than they wanted to be around for, and so they took off. Okay, but they had no issue with eating the damn thing. Didn't seem to. Well, in that case, I have no issue with eating the damn thing. If it's good enough for the rats, it's good enough for me. If you want to explore the the the, the, the carcass, you could probably find where they started to gnaw on it, but. Yeah, yeah, we'll try not so to chew to the the rat tune bits, but luckily it's a large creature. I think there's plenty of other spots. Yes. Fill it a crocodile. So there you go. You guys can even uh, cook that up over your fire if you want. Not not the whole thing, but a piece. You know. So yeah, we can draw all the monsters in these caves to us with the mm. big trail of crocodile blood, the smell uh, of roasting the meat, smell of roasting crocodile, <laughs> the sounds of battle. Uh, I uh, was yeah. only suggesting, but, but in in our in defense of the idea, we would be dry. Right. I mean, I think that. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. That's all I'm saying. Is you know. I'm not saying I well, would need a crocodile. Yeah, it, if we exactly, let's not deny ourselves food. Make some gumbo out of it. I say people eat alligator exactly. all the time. Can't be that different. Yeah, alligator bites yeah, are delicious. Yeah. Okay, in that case, let we chow down. All right. Um, you're going to run a series of watches during the night then, while you're yes. all. Uh, yeah, I'm happy rest. to take first watch. I'll take the last watch since I think I need the rest the most besides our RCL friend. <laughs> I'm very hurt. <laughs> okay. 
what for a long rest you need how many oh, hours? Six hours yes. non does it have to be continuous? Yeah, it's six hours over an eight hour period. Right. Mm. Okay. So even if it gets interrupted and there's combat, so, like you can still make a rest of it. Two hours each yeah, for y'all. Yep. Yeah, and I only need to meditate for four. Oh, hours, so you could just take so the last that's... half of the watch. Yeah. I can rest for eight whole hours. Yeah. Bryn likes her sleep. So as our thank you. So as our adventurers rest up for well, maybe not the night. I think they've lost all trace of where day and night fall in this uh, subterranean realm. They rest up to recover spells, recover health and to reflect upon their victories and minor failures in the day prior. What will await them in their next day of adventure? We shall see. But until then, I would like to thank our GM, Rich Thomas. Thanks, Rich. Oh, totally my pleasure. So it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun to, to see you all uh, work your way through this and, and play around with some of the funky little things we brewed up for you and uh, rich if they want to find you anywhere on social media where should they go well uh rich t at the onyxpath.com is the uh, direct communication method i'm all over our social media uh, in general um and particularly um in the comment section on the monday meeting notes um which come out coincidentally every monday uh that blog um i will always try to get as back to people as fast as possible um, if, you, if you write questions or comments. And I would also like to thank our guest player, Travis Legg. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a hoot, a riot. Uh, it's been a, a very, very fun time. A hoot nanny. A hoot nanny. Um, more fun than any person should be allowed to have. I greatly, greatly appreciate the opportunity to play. And uh, where would they find you, Travis, if the hunters came looking? I am at Travis Legg, L-E-G-G-E, pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, you can often find me over at the Onyx Path uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash the Onyx Path. Uh, and on Twitch, I, uh, my handle is Plastic Age Plays. So if you see me there, that's me. And I'd like to thank my co-hosts. Uh, so, Eddie, if the if I need to send Inquisitors to find you, where should they look? Uh, you can find me at Dixie Cyanide. The what? <laughs> <laughs> Get out uh, of no, my you... socials. <laughs> Shoot. I'm sliding into your account. No, go away. Um, no, yeah, you can actually. I want to talk about Pugmire, <laughs> Dixie. Pugmire all you want, but you don't get to be Dixie Cyanide. That's me. <laughs> Um, you can actually find me at uh, Pugsteady on Twitter. It's P-U-G-S-T-E-A-T-Y. You can find my website at Pugsteady.com. Or you can find me on the Onyx Path Discord, usually posting Transformers memes. And Dixie, if I was to send you an Omaha crocodile steak, how would I contact you on social media to do so? I mean, so? Eddie just said it for me, so I don't think I need to retread that. Well, <laughs> and uh, you can find Eddie me at Pugsteady.com. Yes, send me the steak. <laughs> Uh, and they can find me at Dawkins MP on Twitter. They can find me on the Onyx Path Discord and uh, on MatthewDawkins.com. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Many worlds. Wonder.